This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, yeah, Facebook hadn't had enough bad press as of late. Uh, the announcement today from the social media giant that more than 50 million user accounts have been affected by a security breach. Now, I guess in terms of percentage of user base, it's relatively small, at least compared to other companies. But 50 million accounts, that is still a lot. Apparently what happened, uh, according to Facebook, is that hackers were able to steal these access tokens, they're known as through Facebook's view as feature that lets people see what their own profile looks like to someone else. So was this not an obvious vulnerability? And for a company as big as Facebook, and how does this kind of thing happen? Joining us for his thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program, Tom Keenan, professor in the Faculty of Environmental Design at the University of Calgary, author of the bestseller Techno Creep. Tom, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. You did a great job of explaining it just now. You should be a computer science professor. All right. Well, sign me up. I'll start Monday. <laughs> um, what do you make of this? Okay. So you're absolutely right. And what happened was that there were code errors. In fact, not one, not two, but three code errors. What people need to know is there are always code errors. The space shuttle had code errors. The U.S. military. What happens is the prize of getting into people's Facebook accounts is so tempting that there are folks all over the world who spend their days looking for those errors and trying to sneak in. So when Facebook added some feature, which was uploading videos, they broke some other code. So that's what happened. Now, Facebook has these, I guess they're known as access tokens. My understanding is so that you don't have to keep logging back into Facebook every time you, you leave the app or go back to the app. So in creating a feature like that, does, does it kind of create these potential problems? Yeah, there's always the possibility if somebody gets that access token, they can be you. And that's what Facebook is saying now. They say they're still investigating. And to their credit, they told us about this right away. Darn mm-hmm. Uber sat on a, a vulnerability for a year when they were breached. So at least they've told us. And the access tokens are kind of important because they do just what you said. They allow you to get into the account without putting in a password. So they've reset the access tokens for, it turns out, 90 million people. They're going to have to log in again. Which, okay, that's that's not a big problem no. necessarily, not a big inconvenience. But this is interesting because whenever we hear about these breaches, we always think, well, oh my God, now I've got to go change my password again. But Facebook is suggesting that people don't necessarily need to change their passwords. Well, I disagree. Uh, every day is a good day to change your password. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anything that's happening, go change your password and don't make it something that's the same as another site or related to another site. So you can never change your password too often, provided, of course, you keep track of it. Um, the reality is we don't know the full extent of this. If they were able to, as Facebook said in their press release, take over the account as if they were you, they could have done things. They could have sent messages to people. We just don't know yet. We're going to watch very closely, hope in the next day to see if people go, I never sent that Facebook message to you, or something like that. But for right now, we just know that potentially they were in people's accounts as the person themselves, and that's bad. 
Right. And, and that's something we see. You know, people's accounts get compromised. You start getting weird messages from somebody. And yeah, it's, it's apparent at that point, but they're usually the last to know, right? And so maybe there's a whole lot of Facebook users that are in that position that they're not going to know until somebody else notices first. Yeah. And Mark Zuckerberg is having a really bad day because there was this 24-year-old guy in Taiwan who said, I know some other flaws in Facebook. And on Sunday, on live streaming video, I'm going to delete delete Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page for all the world to see. And this made you know, a bit of a ruffle yesterday. And now the latest update on that is he's not going to do that because Facebook bought him off. They basically gave him what's called a bug bounty for telling them. And that's actually the right thing to do. If you find a bug in a system, tell the people. I told Air Canada about a bug in their system once. They didn't give me much for it. But, no. <laughs> you know, you know you can, I've heard of people getting $50,000 or so from a company like Microsoft. Of course, if you sell these things on the black market, you might get millions for them. So that's where the people go bad. They get on the dark web and they sell what we call a zero-day vulnerability. And we don't know yet who did this, why they did it, what they were up to. Stay tuned on that. Well, yeah, no kidding. But we need people like this. I guess they call them the white hats, right, that, that find these bugs and they let the, the good guys know, not the bad guys. Well, white hats, you know, properly are people who are, like, hired by a company. So a company yeah. will go, we want a penetration tester to break into our system. These guys are at best gray hats, right, because they did it and we don't know who they are. They didn't talk to Facebook or whatever. They might have misused it. That's what we don't know yet. What did they do in the time between when they got into the system and when Facebook did something, code changes to lock them out? Well, we saw with the Cambridge Analytica scandal, you know, the, the value of having access to, to users' information and, and using it to, to custom tailor political messages. Because, I mean, Facebook's not a, a bank. It's not like hacking into a bank where you can just steal people's money. What's the value in being able to essentially hack into Facebook? Having information on people is more valuable sometimes than having their money. I don't know if you remember years ago, American Airlines was flying planes and losing money, but AMR, the parent company, was profitable because they ran Sabre, the reservation system. So we're getting to a day where companies would rather have things like access to your medical record than a hundred of your dollars. Why? Well, because the access to your medical record can be sold for even more. As you say, I mean, in terms of learning the lesson from past mistakes, certainly on the PR side, Facebook, and they've had their own PR mistakes to learn from, getting out front, getting ahead of this, being the ones to disclose the information and doing it quickly, that, that's an important step. Yeah, but there's still people out there going, this is the last straw. I'm going to delete Facebook. You know, there was a movement the last time to delete Facebook. It's raised its head again. Now, he has a billion users around the world, so I'm sure he's not lying awake worrying about that. But, you know, people may just get to the point where they review what they put on Facebook and they review the permissions. It's also a great day to go through your Facebook and look at what third-party apps you might have given permission. You know, you do it sometimes to test something and then you forget to take it out. The upside of all these things is it lets us talk about security because we're, we're so mm -hmm. fat and stupid, we just go along and we assume everything's <laughs> going to work. And then something like this happens and we go, wait a minute, we're trusting our money, our medical records, our personal information, our love letters, whatever, to a computer somewhere. What do we know about that computer? So that's, that's what makes us a good day. 
Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Tom, except for Mark. Except for Mark. <laughs> yeah, except for Mark. Uh, well, I'm sure he'll be all right uh, as he sleeps on his bed of money. Uh, Tom, appreciate the insight as always. Thanks for making some time for us here. Great. Thank you. Take care. Uh, there you go. Tom Keenan, uh, now my colleague, in fact, at the University of Calgary. Looking forward to that. Uh, author of the best-selling book, Techno Creep, and some good advice from him on how you approach these matters. For- Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.